Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm your host. I'm really happy to be here with you today. Um, it's actually quite uh, late in the day. Usually, I do these uh, podcasts a little earlier in the day, but today was uh, a little bit, um, you know, with the self quarantine, social distancing thing. It's been a little, uh, you know, cozy in our house <laughs> with the kids home and stuff. Actually, my kids are homeschooled, so this is nothing new for me. Um, but, but it, at any rate, we're trying to spend the time together. You know, I'm trying to make sure that they're not getting uh, too scared about what's going on here. And uh, and that's the topic of what I wanted to talk about today with you. I actually came up with a little exercise last night, a little practice that I would like to uh, share with you. Um, but first, let's talk about the whole fear aspect of what's going on. And this is a very, very important thing for us to pay attention to at this point. Um, you know, as you know from me talking here that, um, that when we get into fear-based thoughts, right, that's when we open ourselves up to the stress response in our bodies, right? That's how it works. It's very simple. Um, you know, when you feel afraid of something and you start thinking fearsome, fearful thoughts, you know, your, your mind and your body don't know the difference between your thoughts of something that you're afraid of and something that is actually dangerous to you that's right here right now you know and so as we're as we're all kind of navigating through these times and wondering how we're going to get through it and you know how we're going to pay bills and and what and whatnot you know for many people out there who are hourly wage workers you know they're they're not collecting paychecks right now and this is a very uh they they can be a very scary thing you know and also you know i made the joke before about the kids being home you know my kids are always home but um but that's not true for everybody, you know, and now all of a sudden you have people who, you know, are staying home from work and they have their kids home and it's kind of a a scary, scary time right now, you know, and so, and so it's very, very easy for us to slip into this, this, you know, fear-based thought pattern, you know, and again, when this happens, that's when we're going to open ourselves up to the stress response. And when we open ourselves up to the stress response, then we're going to fight any ability that we have to, to either avoid this coronavirus or to certainly recover as quickly as possible, right? In, in other words, you know, when, when we're in the stress response, you know, one of the things that suffers from this is our immune system, right? And as our immune system suffers from, uh, from the, the, you know, from the stress response, you know, your body is not going to fight off this bug if it does contract it, right? It's not going to fight it off as, as efficiently and it's most likely going to succumb at the, you know, kind of in the worst way that your body can. Now, that still means that most people, you know, who are under, say, 60 years old and, you know, and and in relatively good health, most of us are going to be fine, you know, just fine. Like 80% of us, it's just going to be basically a cold, you know, or a flu. And it's going to, it's going to stink for a couple of days, but essentially it's just going to be, you know, over in a, you know, maybe, you know, maybe more than a couple of days, but certainly less than two weeks, you'll be out and about again and you'll be fine. Right. Um, but for another, you know, say 16% of us, it's going to hit us much harder than that. It's going to require some hospitalization to get on a, a ventilator and get fluids in you and, and this kind of stuff. And then for the 4% of us, you know, it's it's unfortunately going to mean, you know, the... the the, you know, it's perhaps fatal, right? But that, again, that only applies to people who are, you know, quite old and, uh, and have, you know, 
you know, uh, 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 compromised immune systems for whatever, you know, due to whatever uh, pre-existing conditions, you know, things like autoimmune diseases, uh, things like, um, you know, uh, well, beside, beside age, you know, it could be autoimmune diseases and, and other, you know, whatever other uh, factors might be playing into your immune system uh, being compromised. And so, so for most of us, it's still, it's nothing to be afraid of, the, the disease itself, right? But, but that doesn't mean that we're not afraid of paying bills. It doesn't mean that we're not afraid of, you know, what we're going to do with our kids and, you know, how we're going to keep them occupied, how we're going to keep them, uh, you know, um, you know, how they're going to learn, how their brains are going to turn to mush if they watch TV all day and all this kind of stuff. Right. And, and as we do that, we might move ourselves, you know, you know, by, by, you know, reducing our immune system, if we do contract the, the bug and, and if we already have it, you know, cause I might be sitting here you know, talking to you as a carrier, I might already have this virus inside my body and don't know and won't know for another three or four days. Right. And, and if that is the case and I, and I allow the stress response in my body to really go, you know, be elevated, you know, and and allow my whole body to become hyper aroused from the stress response. Well, then when the virus does start to kick in and I start to show symptoms, I am likely going to move myself on that spectrum. Right. So from something that could be just, you know, maybe we somebody moves themselves from the the uh, the portion, the 80 percent of the people who are for which this is just going to be a, a bad cold and, and moves us into that portion of us who have to go to the emergency room because we can't breathe, you know. And so and so that's why it's really, really important at this time to try to not get stressed. OK, it's really, really important. And so. So there's a couple of ways in which you can help yourself, obviously, right? I talk about this all the time, right? Stress reduction is one of the main things that we talk about in this podcast, or I talk about in this podcast. Um, and uh, and so, so one of the ways that we can do this, right, is, is to meditate, you know, like every day, right? And, and, and even though you're, you're home with the kids and with the wife or the husband and, and everything seems all turned around... Your daily meditation can be a great way to to lend a level of structure to your life and, and to keep yourself, um, you know, kind of, you know, uh, you know, on the same track as, you know, with, with your routine. Right. Because that becomes part of your routine, because that's part of the problem right now is that our routines are going to be thrown completely off. Right. Where you used to, you know, wake up, have breakfast, do a little morning routine and then go off to work. Now, all of a sudden, you're not doing that. And so the lack of that routine is going to add to the stress level as well, right? And so uh, so it's really important to try to retain that level of routine. And one way to do that, as I was saying, is through a daily meditation practice, right? If you can keep practicing, you will, you know, you will have that sort of structure, you know, even if it's just for a few minutes a day, that can be enough to really let your body know that, okay, there is some sense of normalcy here, you know, and that's going to be very helpful for you. And then if we do have to go out into public, right? You know, you have to go buy groceries. You have to, um, you know, get gas in your car for whatever reason. You got to, you know, there are certain circumstances where we're going to have to go out into the world, right? And when we do, you know, th- there's really important things that we can do for ourselves, right? And, and, and this is a practice that I came up with uh, last night as I actually had to fill up my car with gas, okay? 
And so I pulled into the gas station and the first thing that I realized and the first thing I want to remind you of today is that, you know, it's not just about contracting the disease, right? It's also, or contracting the virus, it's also about, you know, spreading the virus, right? And so it occurred to me that, that it might not just be that the virus is on the handle of the gas pump or, or you know, or on the credit card pad or whatever it is, right? That the virus might actually be on my hands too. So the first thing I did was send sanitize my hands. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a close friend of mine who is an absolute germaphobe, and she has a well-stocked supply of, uh, of various uh, hand sanitizers and, and Lysol wipes and stuff like that, and she dropped off a whole care package for me. God bless this woman's heart. She, she you know, really uh, came through for me, uh, because I don't usually, usually use that kind of stuff, and so, you know, but it's really handy to have, you know, in the car, to have a little pump bottle of Purell, but you can't buy it right now. You know, now the good news is you can make your own. Okay. You can just go on YouTube, uh, type in, uh, DIY hand sanitizer, and you'll get plenty of hits on how you can use just, you know, uh, rubbing alcohol or hydrogen peroxide with a couple of, you know, I think with like uh, body lotion and a, a little, uh, fragrance or whatever, a little essential oil, and you can make your own. It's really not that big a deal. So go on there and, and figure that out, uh, or watch some videos and see how to figure that out. It's really not as hard as you might think. Um, but but I was fortunate enough to have some. So what I did was the first thing I did was sanitize my hands right before I got out and started touching things. Because again, I don't know whether it's you know coming or going. Right? I don't know if I'm going to transmit it or contract it. It's impossible for me to say. Right? Because again, this thing has like an incubation period of about five days. So for five days, you could be infected with the virus and not even know it. And that's what makes this thing so. One of the reasons why this thing so uh, dangerous and so widespread, right? Because people are walking around not even knowing that they're sick or that they have the virus and they're spreading it very widely that way, right? And so... So that's the first thing I did was I, I, I uh, you know, sanitized my hands. And then when I got out of my car, you know, I realized the best thing that I can do is, and for a couple of reasons, right? The best thing I can do is, is to really be aware of what I'm touching, right? And, and so for that reason, what I did was I took my credit card out of my wallet. And then after I put my wallet back in my pocket, I kept my left hand, which is my non-dominant hand, in my pocket with my with my wallet, right? And I just kept it in there so that I knew that I wouldn't touch anything with my left hand, right? And, and it, it was a way for me to sort of pay attention to what I was doing as I was touching things, right? And so from then on, I just took my right hand, I did the whole credit card thing, I, I punched in the numbers, I, I, I grabbed the pump, I hit the button, I unscrewed the, the gas cap, I did that all with my right hand, walking around with my left hand in my back pocket. I must have looked very fun Funny, you know, walking around like this uh, to other people who might have been watching, but it was very effective because now, you know, one of the most, you know, another way in which this is spread very, very uh, widely, or one of the ways that most people contract these this virus, is that you know a virus will live on a surface, particularly a metal surface, for like twelve hours, right? And so, and so, if you're touching a gas pump, right, a pump handle, you know, for twelve hours after somebody who who might not even know that they had the virus, right? 
and you touch that, now it's on your hand, right? Now, the worst thing you can do at that point is touch your nose or your mouth or your eyes with that hand because that's where the virus is. And then once you touch one of those orifices of your face, that's when the virus gets into your body, right? And from then, it's over. Then you've got it. There's nothing you're going to be able to do except allow your immune system to fight it off as as best it can, right? So, so this way, when I got the itch on my nose, which I absolutely always will get as soon as I start thinking don't touch your nose, you know, the first thing you want to do is touch your nose, right? So now I took my hand out of my, out of my back pocket, my left hand, scratch my nose, put my, my hand back in my pocket. Now that's harmless, right? Because I, my left hand had not touched any surfaces, right? And so that way I could just make sure that everything I was touching, I was doing with my right hand, which is my dominant hand, right? And the reason I use my dominant hand is because that's, that's the way you're going to kind of automatically do it anyway, right? So, so just go with that sort of habit, right? Um, but now, now not only am I being careful with the germ, and then of course, when I'm done, I, I put the pump back, I, I hit the, you know, whatever buttons I have to hit, I screw back on the gas cap, and then I open the door handle with my left hand again, and now I sanitize my hands right away without touching anything else, and now I'm relatively safe as far as spreading the virus around, right? Like, I, I've taken the precautions to be relatively safe about that, right? And so, so now, but there's a really other important thing that I've done doing this, right? And this is why I want to share this practice with you. And I suggest that you do this all the time, right? Anytime you're outside your house in the next couple of weeks, do this, right? Like make sure that you're only touching things with your right hand. And the reason why is because you're paying attention to what you're doing, right? As I'm, as I'm really carefully making sure that I only touch things with my right hand and I got my left hand in my pocket and I'm kind of, you know, now I'm thinking only about what my hands are doing, right? And so what am I not thinking about if I'm doing that? I'm not thinking about, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next week? Am I going to get a paycheck? Is Am I going to get sick? Am I going to get my kids sick? Am I going to get my wife sick? What's going to happen? You know, how, how are we all going to get through this? Is it going to be, you know, am I going to be able to get to the grocery store to buy what we need? You know, are there going to be eggs at the grocery store when I go for my kids and, and all this kind of stuff, right? I'm not thinking about all that stuff because I am thinking about what's happening with my hands, right? I'm focusing my attention. So what am I doing? I'm paying attention on purpose in the present moment without judgment, right? Because there's nothing to judge, right? It's just, I'm just using one of my hands, like there's nothing to judge. And so, so by doing that, I'm practicing mindfulness. And we all know that practicing mindfulness is a way to keep our stress down. Again, the reason for that is because we're not thinking these fear-based thoughts, which are likely to trigger the stress response in our bodies, right? We're thinking about just something as simple as, what am I doing with my hands? And by doing that, I'm keeping myself in the present moment. And by keeping myself in the present moment, I am, again, you know, not keeping my, not allowing my mind to wander to these, you know, Know, really scary uh, fear-based thoughts that, that could come come at me very quickly and be very, very damaging, right? And so this way, if I do contract the virus, right, if the virus is in me already or if it gets into me somehow through these interactions that I just have to do, like I had to go to the grocery store today, right? There was no way around it. But again, I did the same thing, right? I, I, I made sure that I was only touching the cart with my right hand. 
you know, and, and you can do it. You can just pull the cart behind you instead of pushing it, right? Um, and I made sure that I only touched things on the shelves with my right hand. And the whole time, my, my left hand was in my pocket, right? And, um, and of course, I, I had a little bottle of, uh, of uh, Purell in my, in my pocket. So I was able to, you know, from time to time, just give myself a squirt and, and like, you know, uh, sanitize myself, you know. And by the way, I have 70% uh, alcohol content to my uh, Purell. I, I, I told you, my friend is a true germaphobe. She's a germaphobe's germaphobe. So, so I know that there's enough alcohol in there to kill the virus, um, which is above 60%, I believe, just so you know if you're going to do your own. Um, so anyway, so yeah, that was a really helpful practice that I wanted to share with you because I realized that by doing this, I'm doing two things, right? Number one, again, I'm, I'm avoiding spreading the virus around, right? If it is on any surfaces, I'm being very careful about only touching those surfaces with one hand and not touching anything else with that hand, right? I'm not touching my body, my face, uh, or, or anything else, right? I'm only touching the cart and the things on the, on the shelves with that hand, right? And at the same time, I'm, I'm, you know, by doing that, I'm kind of making myself practice mindfulness, which is keeping myself in the present moment, keeping the stress response down and, and allowing me to stay in homeostasis so that if I do have to fight off this virus, I'm going to be in the best possible position to do so. All right, folks. So I hope you enjoy that. I hope you find it helpful. Uh, if anybody has any questions about that, you can just reach out to me. Uh, you know, send me an email at art at artburnscoaching.com, uh, or you can go onto my website, artburnscoaching.com. Uh, click the uh, the free phone consultation button at the bottom there, and um, and just you know book a call with me. You know, go into my calendar. That's what where you'll go from that that link. You know, you, you find a time and day that works for you. You click on it, put in a couple of basic pieces of information, your phone number, your email, uh, this kind of stuff, answer a couple of quick questions, and then we're booked. And I will call you at that time, all right? Or, or we can do a, a, a video chat if you prefer. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you very much, and I wish you well. I hope you're all staying safe, staying healthy, washing your hands a lot, and, and staying present, okay? Because it's really, really going to be important at this point more than ever. All right. Um, so thanks, everybody. And I'll talk to you soon. Be back tomorrow. Take care. Bye bye.